Welcome to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy, and I'm your host, Haley Kobza. Today we have on, oh wow, okay, let me try this again. Today <laughs> we have with us another one of our awesome assistant coaches from a Cook Community College. This coach, however, is just coming off of her season where they have set the bar for MCC softball. For the first time in history at McCook Community College, we have won the NJCAA Region 9 Championship with softball. So let me welcome our MCC assistant softball coach, Coach Maddie Kilberg. Hello. How's it going? It's good. Good. This is so fun. <laughs> I can't wait to get your dad on here, too. That'll be, be a, great. that'll be a treat. That's a good word. For I it. know, right? That'll be good. Okay. <laughs> so you've listened to a few of these before, right? Yep. Okay. So we're going to start off with a warm-up. This is a little bit, it's, this is a different warm-up. This is the part I don't like. This is this one's tough, podcast, though. This one's kind of tough. I have to think about it. This one's tough. But you're going to be fine. Why tough? Hold on. I got to get my phone. Okay. So this is how it's going to go. I'm going to give you <clears throat> a letter. And then you have 15 seconds to come up with as many words that start with that letter. That is a lot of work for me right now. But it can't. It can't be. A, it can't be a person. Okay. Uh, okay. So it can be like if I say M, you can't say Maddie. That's unfortunate. Right. Okay. <laughs> so here's the deal, though. You're gonna get three letters. Each. Wait, three? Three letters. So I'm gonna give you one at a time. Oh. Fifteen okay. seconds. Okay. One letter. You need to, and each word that you come up with is one point, and you need thirty points. And if you don't get 30 points, there'll be a consequence at the end. I don't like that. Okay. I like it. Why do I have a consequence? Why well, does nobody else have consequences? So deal, if, if you win, <sighs> do I, do I have a consequence, basically. Which, okay. You ready? Oh, here we go. Okay. We're going. All right. Okay. For example, just to make sure you're on the same page. If I say <laughs> B, you'd say. Boot. Good. Okay. Is that, right. is that what we we're doing? Just any word? Yep. All right. I'm going to start it. I'm going to give you the letter. All right. M. Monkey. Monster. Mask. Mate. What? You're so uh, good. Marker. Uh, mustard. Mayonnaise. Milk. Wow. Wow. Maddie, that was good. <laughs> really good oh my goodness you got this okay oh my god okay next letter k kangaroo kite um kong that's a thing mm-hmm. like a dog kong right that's a thing um why can i not think Time. of k words <laughs> You did so good with the M. Well, what's it? K's? A K. Give me some K words. Uh, kite? I said kite. Uh, I feel like this is setting me up for failure right now. Okay. Uh, that's, that's, K's tough. I, I just did K because of Cope said, but you couldn't have said my name. Okay. Exactly. I'm giving you this next letter is really easy. Okay. Mm, and you're at 11 right now. So you need to like really oh rip these out. God. You need 30. Oh my God. Okay. 30 is too far, but it's okay. All right. Ready? <laughs> S. Sister. Stock. Uh. Sale. Soul. Sight. Um. Sing. Okay. Okay, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> you got to sixteen. That's unfortunate. 
It's okay, but you did. That was really <laughs> good, though. I'm still really impressed with your M. I yeah, you, like, that was an impressive one. Um. Okay. So I you lost. Little, I did lose. It's okay. So <clears throat> I won't make anything too crazy. Let's just say we'll call it even with a Jolt and Joe's drink. Deal. Okay. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Okay. We have to do it before I leave though. Or in August. I'll just remember Or in this. August. I'll We're going to remember this. When you come back. We're going to remember this. I'll remember it. Okay. Here we go. Are you ready? Sure. You feel warm? You good? Sure. Okay. So um, I think one of the coolest things about you, well, you have, you have two really cool things about you that we're going to talk about. The first one is the fact that you came into this world a twin. <laughs> That's fun. So tell me a little bit about the twin life. Who's um, older? My brother is older okay. by five minutes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he is a, it is a brother. You do not have a sister. Um, Clearly not identical. Yeah, not, nope. Not even close, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, he is about six foot one, two eighty. <clears throat> like mm-hmm. he's a big dude, yeah. and I'm five foot two. <laughs> so clearly, I did not get the height in our family, which is fine. I've embraced it my mm-hmm. whole life. Um, but yeah, growing up, him and I were not exactly the best of friends. Really? To be honest, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, if you knew. Anybody from back home, which is in Iowa, um, we were not we were not close. You, we, one would say that we actually didn't like each other at all, despised. <laughs> um, growing up, we were just we were just two very different people, and we were together all the time. And they always say that with twins, if they're like girl girl or boy boy, they always say that you're kind of inseparable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Reed and I were not. We wanted to be away from each other as much as possible uh-huh. until we graduated. Once we graduated and went to college, we went separate ways. And the next day after he moved me in, he started calling me and telling me that he missed me. Uh-huh. So it was it was not all sunshine and rainbows growing up. Mm-hmm. But once we actually went our separate ways, we actually started to realize how much we actually loved each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a sibling sibling rivalry for sure when you were when you were younger what sports did you guys play um I mainly stuck to softball once I got older like in eighth grade Mm -hmm. and high school I mainly stuck you just played softball yeah I think I went out for volleyball once Uh maybe my freshman year of high school and I never did it again um but I did softball year-round so I would travel and do indoor leagues winter stuff all that good jazz and then my brother was actually a soccer player yeah they have soccer in iowa yes we do (laughs) we do he actually went to college for soccer oh really yes yes he's very very book smart so he went to um cornell Mm -hmm. which is in mount vernon Mm -hmm. um iowa and he yeah he started out by going and playing soccer um he quickly changed career paths because he realized that he didn't actually want to do as much schooling as he thought when he wanted to be a lawyer. So <laughs> now he is a special education slash behavioral disabilities teacher. Awesome. Yeah. Crazy. He's a cool dude. Um, did your dad ever coach you? Yes. Pretty much my whole life. Oh, really? From when I was in travel ball 
like starting just at like, like ten or eleven. Coach you, or like he was actually your. coach? He was actually my travel ball coach. Oh my! He was actually my travel like ball you coach. You guys have been like inseparable. Yeah, kind of. Pretty much. Yeah, kind of. Because one that, would say we're kind of two peas in a pod. Well, because that brings <laughs> me to my second coolest thing about you is that the head coach at McCook Community College is Maddie's dad, Yay. which is so fun. <laughs> they need to coach together, <laughs> and that you haven't like killed him, or he hasn't killed you, or vice versa. Not yet. I mean, that might sound a little harsh, but not yet. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> so your dad never clearly never coached Reed, your brother um he did like when we were younger when we would do like uh like soccer Mm -hmm. um which was like mixed like boys and girls soccer like club kind of thing right um he would coach us for that when we were younger um but after that he started doing softball travel softball what was like when your dad coached you what was what was tough about having your dad be the coach of you um I think Anybody who has their parent coaching them can attest to this. And when your parent is coaching you, they are, they seem to be way harder on you than they are on anybody else. Mm-hmm. So that was always kind of tough because I didn't exactly like to listen <laughs> when I was growing up. I still don't like to listen sometimes, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, I would say that was probably the hardest Cause I knew what he was, I knew he was just trying to push me, mm-hmm. but it always seemed a little bit more personal than that because he was my dad. Right. And I think that's the same with everybody. Anybody who has a mom or dad that's coaching them. Mm-hmm. It's always different. Okay. So what was the perk of having him be your coach? Um, I was always on time. Oh. If I was with my dad, right. I was always on time. Uh huh. Always. If I wasn't with my dad, it was up for debate. What do you feel like your dad, when he played, like, what did he, like, he taught you the game of softball, but, like, what did he really teach you about softball? He, I mean, to be honest, he was, he was that parent that knew what it meant to have work ethic and knew what it meant to be humble. And, I mean, growing up, that's what he always tried to teach me. Because um, we would do, I mean, I would practice one-on-one with him a lot and we would do, we would do a lot of stuff. But um, when it got like to me getting older and trying out for like our varsity team and everything, like I knew because of him, I knew if I wasn't good enough and I knew what I had to do to work harder. And so he helped me make that mentality. He didn't just let me think that I was the best thing in the world and you know Mm -hmm. God's best creation kind of thing (laughs) he made he made me work for what I wanted right so on the uh, on the flip side of that yes he was hard on me but it was for good reason Mm -hmm. and I understand that now maybe didn't back (laughs) then but I definitely do now so switching roles now your dad's not your coach you are a coach with your dad what what are the perks of that I would say and it's, it's one of the biggest things that him and I talk about, even when we're recruiting, we look for the same thing in kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see, we see different things, which kind of helps the other one when we're like, hey, I see this. What do you see? Uh, like fundamental wise, attitude wise, um, like how they carry themselves. Um, 
we both see the different details that we need to, which is nice. But the biggest thing I would say is that we coach, we have the similar philosophies. Mm -hmm. So when he's off doing one thing with some, with a few girls and I'm off doing something else with them, we don't really have to worry about each other because we teach the same thing. Right. So, I mean, it, it goes hand in hand. We work really well because we, our fundamentals and our teaching of how we do the fundamentals are the same. Right. Because your dad was your coach. Yeah. And so you know, yeah. you know exactly what he wants. And yeah. And definitely adapted work. over the years too. Yeah. Not just, not just with him, but with coaching in general, like mm-hmm. working with other coaches, seeing how other coaches work, um, how they teach, how they go about different things. Him and I have both actually adapted. And I think that's one of the biggest things with coaching. You, I mean, I'm a big believer in if it works, it works. Don't mess with it. Mm-hmm. But if there's something that needs adjusting, you have to make that adjustment. And so him and I are very big on that. If we need to adjust something with what we're doing, we do it right. because it's can't do the same thing over and over again and expect the a different result, you know? Yeah. I like, yeah. I think your dad, I think actually, I don't know if it was you or your dad that we talked about that, like swinging. I'm like, why does everyone have a different swing, a different stance, a different, and you know, and yes, that was me. That was you. And you're like, <laughs> not everybody can swing the same. And I'm like, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I'm just asking, but which is very true. Like everyone has a different body. Everyone has different yeah. everything. So you gotta. Yeah. Nobody moves the same. Right. I mean, you, you teach the same things. You might word it differently, which I've had to do a lot, um, especially with college kids and junior college, especially you have incoming freshmen who whose minds work differently than the returners that you have that understand how you work and understand what you're saying exactly. Um, I've had to reword how I instruct things. So when it comes across to them, they understand. Right. So that's always that's always been a big thing, um, and I've I've noticed it a lot, especially coaching at a junior college level, as opposed to like high school where you have them all at the same time, yeah. regardless of the age group. Yeah. But yeah. What are the difficulties of coaching with your dad? The fact that he can't he's fire my dad you because you're yeah you're his daughter. Yeah, the fact that he's my dad mm-hmm. is a struggle in its own, um, because. Him and I have to be able to communicate when we're angry and happy, not just happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, sometimes the way he says things, I don't necessarily agree with it. Or um, We do have our arguments. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, as I've grown and as he's grown, it's actually gotten a lot easier to communicate because I can... I can tell him how I feel, why I want to do this. And now that I'm coaching with him at this level, I can say, hey, I'm going to do this. Even if you don't like it, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. He's right. like, okay. He trusts me in that, and it works. Right. Yeah. Do you, could you see your dad ever working with a different assistant coach? Like, what do you think that would be like? I don't know. I've thought about it. Uh-huh. I've thought about what he would be like with somebody else because he can just, he can say a lot more with me the, oh, right. than For he sure. can with other people, mm-hmm. mainly because I'm his daughter and we're close. 
Um, but I don't know. He would, he would have to adapt to their, their philosophies or their way of thinking. And it would probably be a little bit of a struggle at first, Mm -hmm. like it is with anybody. I mean, if I were to go somewhere else and coach, um, I would say that it's going to be a little struggle at first because you have to figure out what, you know, how they teach, what they teach, um, how they go about instructing, how they go about responding to different situations, especially. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, it's all about adapting. I feel like he would be able to do it at some point if he had to, (laughs) but we'll see. (laughs) Do you feel... I'm guessing, like, what are your strong points? Like, what does your dad give you to coach? Like, what is the, is he like, Maddie, this is your field. Go for it. Yeah. Um, he he definitely does. I do a lot of offensive work. Um, I love teaching. I love teaching the fundamentals of hitting. Because, um, like, every, I mean, and I've even noticed over the years, I'm I'm 27, and I've noticed even – in a short amount of time that I have been coaching, I've noticed that there's some coaches out there who, you know, figure out their own philosophy and, Mm -hmm. and if it works, it works. And I go about, um, basic fundamentals and making sure they understand their swing. I feel like that's a really big thing, especially in the fall. Um, we break things down and they understand why their body does what it does during certain swings and they can feel it when it's not exactly right but they're still getting good results I mean it's never going to be perfect every time but that's another thing I have to really work on is not being perfect every time the girls try to be and I tell them that they physically can't physically Mm -hmm. and mentally cannot mentally yes you can be perfect in every world but when the actual outcome occurs it's definitely not possible so that's your strong suit yes what is your dad's um, to be honest, I would also say offense. Right. Um, mm-hmm. We, that was always my strong suit when I was playing. Um, at the previous college that I helped at, um, that was what I mainly worked with was hitters. And then, but that's what my dad has done as well with me growing up. And all of our, like all the girls that I played travel ball with, we all played for the same travel ball team with my dad, and then we all played for the same high school team mm-hmm. in the same year, every year for four years. So that was that was good. What did you? So before Maddie's dad, Kevin, got this job, he had like a he was a full time like was he like a CEO or something? I don't know, what did, <laughs> he like managed a hospital's finances. A CEO. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's a little absurd. What was he? Um. What? He was a finance director. Okay, of a hospital, right? Yes, the University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics. Okay. Um, he was a finance director in cardiovascular center. Okay, so I mean, yeah, he pretty much had a big, big job. Yeah. So what did you, what was your like first um, impression when you found out that he applied for a junior college job in McCook, Nebraska, and he got it? Um, I knew he had been applying for a while, mm-hmm. and to like other places so I mean I knew he was kind of on that path he was he was ready to be done with something that he's good at and ready to do something that he loves 
because he's really good at math. He's really good at math. He's always been good at math, Mm -hmm. numbers, Excel sheets, spreadsheets, you name it. He can do it in his head within seconds. And so that's what he went for in his job because he was good at it. Mm -hmm. And that's what he did mainly his whole life. Mm -hmm. But it's not something that he actually liked to do. So he finally got to the point that he was like, I'm not getting any younger. I'm going to go try and do something that I love instead of hate. So did he get into softball just because of you guys? Yeah. He coached my sister and I when we were younger. She is um, a few years older than me. So he coached her for a couple, I think, little little league t-ball stuff and that's how he got into it basically was because of older sister yeah wow Mm -hmm. look at that kevin that's crazy that's crazy (laughs) um where where would do you see your dad in five years he's definitely gonna be coaching softball there's no doubt about it yeah if it's here i don't know right i don't know um you never know you never know with coaching yeah i think he wants to try and get to you know, as high of level as he is comfortable with. And I don't, I don't really know what that is. I mean, mm-hmm. this McCook is his first college opportunity in coaching. So I mean, he's definitely learning a lot and learning what he likes, what he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just going to keep going until he, until he can't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. What does your brother do now? My twin brother? Yeah, your twin brother. Super random. I was just thinking. Um, he also coaches softball. <laughs> oh, isn't he, he coaches club or travel or something? He, he was coaching travel. I don't know if he's still going to be doing that or not. I don't think he's decided yet. Um, but he was coaching at a high school this last summer. I actually helped him out a little bit on a volunteer, volunteer basis. Um, and he actually left that job last month I think and he got an assistant job at another high school coaching softball so he's doing he's assisting their varsity team and coaching their um freshman sophomore team gotcha yeah crazy yeah so he's doing that on top of teaching Mm -hmm. so as all the other assistants here at the college you also have another position which is a resident life assistant how much fun is that it is it is what's the craziest thing you've seen being in rla i don't know if i can repeat that okay i i i I don't yeah what about i definitely can't repeat that Mm, good job maddie look at you i know um (laughs) holding it in let's let's talk about it later (laughs) yeah talk yeah off air air. no comment (laughs) um what is something that you enjoy about being in rla um to be honest, I love everything about the student life aspect. I enjoy um, getting to know every student as opposed to just my own softball players. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy I enjoy getting to know all the other athletes because our dorm is 90 to 95% athletes. Um, so it's not it's not super town based. We have a lot of athletes from a lot of countries as well. Um, I don't exactly remember the number, mm-hmm. but we do have a ton. Um, but I like getting to know them. They like getting to know me. Um, and part of our job is just kind of them knowing that we're there right. if they need us. And so 
I've gotten to know him a lot. Um, and I just, I think that's fun. I like, I like to know everybody by name. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can walk in our dorm, I can walk on our campus and say hi to everybody by name pretty much every day. It's, that's what I enjoy. I enjoy having another job outside of coaching. Yeah. And especially because then you're going to meet, well, one, you're going to meet other players, also different athletes, and you're also going to meet all the other assistant coaches too. Yeah. Do you guys like hang out? Yeah. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. It's good. Um, me and Hannah Emerson, mm-hmm. the assistant, assistant volleyball coach. Yeah. Yes. Um, I love her. We have a good time. We actually currently live together. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it stays that way. <laughs> Jerome, <laughs> um, if you're listening. Jerome, yes, if you're listening, please yeah. leave us in the same house. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we currently live together. I think she's awesome. Um, we do have an age gap. I'm I'm like one of the oldest RLAs, mm-hmm. um, but to be honest, it doesn't really... It doesn't really phase me, especially on the coaching side of it, because you all, all of us have similar aspects of life. Right. And how we go about things might be different, but that's how every coach is. Right. Um, but yeah, it's super cool. I enjoy, I enjoy meeting everybody. I think all the coaches are really fun to talk to and hang out with. I enjoy not even just the assistant coaches. Well, I've enjoyed getting to know the assistant coaches by doing this. It's like I've, you know we never like have that opportunity to like I don't even know if that's kind of that's a horrible excuse it's not that <laughs> I don't have the opportunity I just don't choose to go and like speak to everybody right and I need to do better because like every you can learn something from from everybody yeah and we're pretty much all doing the same thing yeah you guys just have a different level of it yeah which a little bit more stressful probably but it's also you get the fun aspect of it too yeah I would say so yeah we you know we don't have all the the heavy duty stuff that we have on our plates like head coaches do Mm -hmm. um but we still get to enjoy everything else with with meeting each other hanging out um meeting all the other students um honestly getting to know all staff even from North Platte Mm -hmm. that's also kind of neat because we end up meeting them every year a couple times a year um we get together with them and talk about student life stuff and it's kind of nice to get other people's perspective as an assistant coach what do you think is the number one thing that they need to be good at number one thing Mm -hmm. that they need to be good at like if you were giving an assistant coach advice what's one thing that they need to be good at doing hmm I would probably say having a backbone. Mm. (laughs) I think. To like. I would, I mean, in coaching in general, Mm. I would say you need to be able to have a backbone. You need to have confidence in what you're doing um, and be able to say, this is how we're doing it. This is not how we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, stand up for what, what you're doing to run your program. Right. And help your head coaches run their program. It's, Mm -hmm. but, and that's one thing that I had to learn really early on um, because I started coaching, helping at a college level when I was 22, I think. So I had to learn really quickly um, that because I was so young and so close to their age, I had to 
be able to separate myself and that wasn't easy for sure um to start out but I had I learned it really quick because I knew that this is what I wanted to do and if I wanted to do it I needed to switch switch sides right um but the other thing was being confident when I was doing the head coach that I worked under she was really really big on that even for her players and herself not just me and she would all the time talk about being humble be confident in what you're doing be a little selfish Mm -hmm. kind of and and that's you know that's in a good way you should always have a selfish side you have to be confident in what you're doing and if somebody doesn't like it that's okay right it doesn't matter and you're saying that as in like the players yeah yeah like make sure that you're running the program and not mm-hmm. them. And yeah. Even though you're an assistant coach, they still have to yeah. respect you. Yes. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, I, I know just like with my assistant, this with Coach Hannah this last year, you know, there were some things that some of the players said to her. You know, and sometimes it happens to me too. And it's just like, but they think, you know, since she's the assistant, no. They can just say they it, can, whatever they, they want. Yeah, no, and that's not the case. And, yeah. Um, I just, but that also just baffles the crap out of me too. Like, where did they do this? And they thought that was ever okay. Yeah. Like, even to this day, I'm like afraid of every coach I had. I'm not afraid of them. I just, <laughs> I respect them. Yeah. To never tell them that. Yeah. Assistant coach or head coach. Yeah. Some of the things that I've, that I've heard, even, what? even on the softball side of it. Yeah. I mean, some of the things that people have tried to say or comment on. I'm like, absolutely freaking not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Who, who are you? Who do you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> First of all. Uh-huh. Second of all. <laughs> right. If that's how you feel, then you need to go. Exactly. And it's such, a, it's such an odd deal. It's like, as coaches, you're working for the athletes, but yet they're also working for you. Right. It's, it's a, uh, you know, and I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, as a coach, what is the craziest thing that you've had to deal with? You can talk about that. Um, can I? <laughs> can you? I don't know. I don't, what is, you've heard some very I, entertaining I, I, stuff yeah. from me. Yeah. I um, feel like that's not a repeatable thing. What? what um, what about, <laughs> <laughs> what has been the most interesting Or something you're um, like, this is going down in my book. Oh. I don't think I can pick a top five because no. those aren't, I don't think I can repeat those. Oh, man. I'm just trying to think like right mm. now. Um, you know a lot of things. I do know a lot of things. Softball girls are great. They are. They're great. They're crazy. I think most of but my funnies crazy. always have to do like funnies. Is funnies. your father. Yeah. That man. Yeah. He's as emotional as he is. Um, is Reed? I would say Reed is. Yeah. Really. Um, I would say I'm also emotional. Really. But to be honest, I do honest, not see that one bit. Yeah, I usually don't try to expose it. <laughs> My emotional side you usually usually stays pretty job. hidden. Like even I mean even when we won the region tournament, mm-hmm. I mean. My dad, he was. You know, we we weren't even done with the game yet, and he was mm-hmm. choked up when people were still hitting 
bombs over the fence. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, yeah, uh-huh. We got to keep going, though. Right. We yeah. got to We got to get all the way through the seven innings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah, I just when we won, it was it was great. It was one of the best experiences, you know, you could ever have. I mean, the girls get, you know, a medal and you get a plaque and it's something that you can forever hold on to. Yeah. That's forever with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he's a very emotional guy. And I I don't think I did shed a tear on that field. I think afterwards I did, for sure. What made this team this year, the Region 9 champions, different than the other two teams that you've coached before here? Yeah, one and a half. One one and a half teams. Because we were here all year last year. Right. And then. And then, yeah, two and a half months of covid yeah so <laughs> what, we yeah, what made this team different um honestly they're all very they're all very different and i say the that pe- in a good people, way the, the people are the teams the, the players are my players the, players. the ones yeah. that play for me yeah they they're all very different in good ways and bad ways for sure but i would say that the difference in like mentality has definitely been a huge thing because a, a lot of these girls when we when we first started off it was a little rocky um and we I think we were 11 and 13 and I was like what the actual mm-hmm. hell are we doing um but after that I mean we started things started clicking and I wasn't really too worried about it we were gonna we were gonna end up how we were gonna end up and it was all gonna be based on how they decided to execute everything that they've learned so far. And they definitely went into this spring season with a mentality of, who cares? Let's do it. Who cares? Mm-hmm. If we lose, we lose. Oh, well, let's go win the next one. Who cares? Right. Who cares? That's That was the biggest thing is you could see that they were doing that, and I didn't really talk to them a whole lot about it, because we, we had a couple tough games later in the spring, but I think I think that was still their mentality going in, was who cares? Let's do it. Let's do it for us mm-hmm. and show everybody what we're made of. And that they did. Yeah. So cool. They didn't really have a care in the world. Yeah. <laughs> they don't usually on a softball field. You can tell off the field they do. I can yeah. always tell. They think I don't know them but I do. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. As a coach, I always, it's, it's like when you have a player and you're like, oh my goodness, this was so me when I was in college. Have you ever had one of those players? Um, or like, who do you think most resembles college Maddie? College Maddie was not, okay. was not a a normal Maddie that anybody has ever seen. I don't think. Okay. Let's just, the most, <laughs> the one that most resembled you. Um, huh. That's a tough one. It's tough because I don't know if I should expose myself or not. <laughs> um, because you know all my softball players. I know. And now <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> um, I was, I was pretty quiet. Like I wasn't really a super outgoing person like out in public but I was like on the field and in my personal life Mm -hmm. so I mean I don't know 
Ashlyn Baca is definitely somebody that I would probably relate to. She okay. works really hard. You don't really hear her a lot, but she works really hard regardless if you're watching or not. So that was you? Yeah. Uh, for softball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the softball, softball. side. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I know, I know Ashlyn Baca outside of softball. Uh-huh. I know a lot of things about Ashlyn Baca outside of softball. Were you just like Ashlyn Baca outside of softball? Uh, yeah. Okay. I would probably say maybe slightly worse. Oh, okay. Okay. I was, I, I just really loved being away from home. I was one, I was one of those college kids. Right. Yeah. That embraced being away from home my first mm-hmm. couple years of college. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Oh boy. Where did you go to college? Muscatine Community College. Where is that? It's in Iowa. It's okay. a D1 junior college. Um, Muscatine. Yes. What were they? The Musketeers? No, we were actually the Cardinals. Way back when we were actually the Indians, my sister actually went there and played softball. So I actually... Oh my gosh. Falling <laughs> apart. Continue. I actually followed in her footsteps. She was a catcher. She played for the same coach um, at that college. And then I went there as a third baseman and played for that same coach. No way. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. And they no longer have athletics now. <laughs> really? Yeah. They only have baseball and softball. So it was already kind of a stretch right? with athletics in that area. I mean, it's just, you had to travel a long ways <laughs> mm-hmm. to play teams that you needed to play, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> what was the funniest memory of you and your softball career? Um... Of me and my softball career? Mm-hmm. When you played. In a high school or college or both? Both. Hmm. Um, from a softball side of it, I would probably say in a high school, I actually broke the same ankle twice by sliding wrong into oh a base. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If you slide wrong doesn't work very well did you like (laughs) have ptsd from that like did you ever slide again yeah i did i did it was but that was you know in my earlier softball years once i got through high school and everything it was it was good but yeah early on i did Mm -hmm. i did that twice no i did that twice yeah no it just makes me think of that girl on tiktok that i showed you (laughs) oh She's funny. And she was talking yeah. about sliding into base. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that looked like me. That was I, was, I was the late slider. Oh. Yeah, I was the late one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was that person. Maddie. But that's okay. I learned eventually yeah. how to do it. Is there, like, a different, like, should you, like, slide feet or hand or does it matter? Um, I never usually recommend head first. I never usually recommend that. Why is that? Um... Because you can get fingers smashed by cleats stepping on you. Okay. Um, and depending on where you're sliding, you could actually have a head-on collision. So like at home play, absolutely never. Absolutely never do I want them to slide head first. Because if you're sliding head first into catchers who have gear on, 
that can be a sticky situation and you have to worry about your head and your neck at that point. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody usually recommends going head first. Um, but I've, I've worked with a lot on different slides, like hook sliding, um, going around the base to get away from a tag instead of trying to slide straight in so they can kind of keep their body out of it. There's some situations where you have to go straight in with your feet, but Mm -hmm. I mean, there's others. So like when people like Taylor Tyne and Nevaeh Ogden are stealing bases, Mm -hmm. it's really fun to watch because I mean, they're, they're so fast. They're so fast. But if it's a tag that's going to be close, they usually slide to the outside of the bag so Mm -hmm. that they can't get a tag on them. They're quick and they're athletic and it works. It works. It's not for everybody. Not everybody can do it. Um, but it's definitely something nice to have as an option. When you said out, like, what'd you say around the base or something or outside yeah. of the base? My mind was thinking, how far away can you run from the base? <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a base path that you can't actually go outside oh, really? of. Interesting. Yeah. See, it's I an imaginary, know. it's an imaginary base path, oh. but it does exist. So um, <laughs> learn something new every day. Yeah. It does exist. Uh-huh. If you were to go like too far way out into the grass and then try to go back in then you would be like you you can't do that (laughs) um but yeah there isn't there i probably won't be coaching my kids softball team that's fair that's fair i don't know everything that's you don't need to yeah you've seen me hit so i did see you hit no your dad won't ever let me i was like it's not that i feel like we should try again we could we could try i feel like we should try again yeah without your you can see me hit without your dad there yeah yeah, I do better if I watch somebody and then I try to, like, follow by example. You can see me hit. Yeah. I mean, you're 5'2", though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit taller. Probably have a different a bit. stance. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. <clears throat> what are you currently watching on TV? Um, what am I watching? I like to rewatch shows. <laughs> A lot. Okay, a lot of people keep telling me that. I'm like, what? Like, I, I can't. like to rewatch. Shows. Okay. Um, I'm a really big fan of Friends. So, like, Ooh, mm-hmm. I my family has YouTube TV, which is like a nicer version of cable, basically. Right. Like, it's a nicer version of Netflix. Like, you get all the normal TV channels. So you can watch, you know, mm-hmm. whenever your show comes on at whatever time. I watch Friends a lot. Okay. I've watched Friends since I can remember. And you can thank my dad for Who that. Who do you think you're more like on Friends? Um. Hmm. Monica, Phoebe, or Rachel? Uh, I'm definitely not Monica because I'm definitely not a clean freak. I'm, I'm OCD in other ways like mm-hmm. softball and like detail oriented right. on that side, but not not cleaning wise that's not me um i'm also not rachel because i don't really care how i look fashion wise so you're like i like sweatpants yeah i would probably say phoebe okay i don't know if i'm you know that that hippie but yeah <laughs> i'm i'm definitely probably more like her okay probably i would say um what's your favorite podcast Coaching caffeine and comedy. That a girl. That's what I'd <laughs> like to hear. That was a good answer. Thank you. Yeah. I knew I was going to get brownie points uh-huh. for that. What's your caffeine of choice? You um, know, and let's, let's go 
Jolt and Joe's caffeine. What do you like from Jolt and Joe's? Jolt and Joe's caffeine of choice. I get, um, I think I get your drink mm-hmm. quite a bit, the Kobza. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good mm-hmm. one. But I actually started getting um, dark chocolate and banana with mm-hmm. almond milk. Mm-hmm. Extra shot, as usual. I like I like my espresso shots. Yeah. Give me all the extra shots you can give me. I like it. I like Is it. that a real banana that they put in there? I have or just banana absolutely flavor? no idea. Hmm. I just asked for it one day because I saw it and right. it looked good. So I, yeah. Get it. Just made it up. They should call it Maddie. They should call it, yeah. The Maddie drink. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm just like keep waiting for them to actually put like a Kobza up there. But If they would put that on their actual menu, I would, I would love that. <laughs> they should do that. Okay, if you could pick any person that's listening to this podcast right now, who would it be? And what would you say to them? Hmm. That's tough because I don't know who all listens to this. I know, but you just got to think like if anybody was listening to this podcast and you got to think like, let's shoot for the moon. Everybody listens to this. And if they don't, okay. well, <laughs> clearly they need to start. Clearly. Yes. Does it matter if they're listening or not? Nope. Oh, okay. You just got to think like if anybody was listening, who would it be? What would you say hmm. to them? That's a tough one. Honestly, I would if I were if I were to go with a a good choice, I would probably say my grandma. Oh. She it's so my dad's mom. Okay. She oh, bless your is, heart if you yes, are listening. I'm named after her, so you know oh. I get brownie points for that. Yeah. Um she is probably the sweetest little lady on the planet. And she raised your and father. And she raised my father along with three other boys oh, older than heaven. him. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. She did it all by herself and working full time. Wow. She's she's quite the lady. Mm-hmm. And she's honestly by far the main person that all of us in our family kind of revolve around is her. Mm-hmm. It what, all, are, it what all are starts with her. Like? Are they like, are they like your dad? Um. Oh, yeah. They're all, they're all... Yeah. When they get together, you know, they're usually causing trouble. <laughs> but um, my oldest uncle is actually my godfather. Um, he's he's cool. He's he's in Wisconsin mm-hmm. um, along with my aunt and cousins up there. Um, and my other two, um, one is in Iowa still has a daughter that is at the University of Iowa, which is cool. Um, my other one actually passed away this last winter. So that was a little tough. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing about that. Sorry. Uh, I guess I never realized that your dad was the baby of four. Yeah. Yeah. He is the baby of four. That's why we have so much in common. <laughs> Are I'm, you the baby of I'm four? I'm also the baby of four. Oh, there you go. That's why he gets so sassy sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. I think like every he time I'm like. giving his two cents. That's oh, yeah, for sure. I'm like, I'll call you and be like, I think your dad's mad at me. <laughs> and my usual response is, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yep. For whatever reason. I don't know yet. But yeah. 
I'll find out. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Who is, okay, who would you recommend? Coolest person that you know that should be on this podcast? Ooh. That's a good one. Coolest person I know? Mm-hmm. I have to name somebody the coolest yeah. person I yeah, know? Yeah, like they're like, oh my gosh, you got to get this person on here. I have to ask, did you already get Andy White on here? I, oh my gosh, I did. His is coming up. Oh, that's a good one. You know, like Andy's like, <laughs> I like Andy. That would be a good one. He is good. He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Big fan. Um, I don't know. That's a hard one. Okay, think about it. I don't know who I could, I don't know who I would suggest. Besides your dad. I'm yeah. getting him on here. That'll be entertaining. That'll for be very sure. entertaining. I might lose a few people or my, gain some. My, my brother would be really entertaining. Oh, I'm not going to really lie. He's, he's very opposite of me. Mm-hmm. So, I met him one time. I've only met yes. him one time. So super outgoing. Yeah. Super loud. <laughs> Comfortable in his environment always, uh-huh. regardless of where he's at. He would be really funny. Yeah. He's a funny dude. Yeah. Well, when he comes and looks like next time, we'll have to get him on here. If he yep. ever comes to Mecca. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. He tries to once a year, mm. but I don't know. Okay. And to end it, if I asked you to give me one quote off the top of your head, what would it be? That's hard. I feel like I don't read enough to know To give quotes. a quote? You know? Okay. What about mm. best advice? In general? Mm-hmm. Or athletics-wise? In general. Or athletics, general? either way. Um, this is a lot harder than I anticipated. <laughs> um... You can say what my dad is now saying. What's that? Which is really, which is really funny. He, the last like couple weeks of our season, he started um, really following like um, this line of be a goldfish. So you can be upset about it for thirty seconds, but then you have to be a goldfish because they forget. Oh, Every three <laughs> seconds, <laughs> or however many seconds right. it is, they yeah. forget, and they just move on. I like it. He started going with that when we started region play. I'm going to tell your dad that next time he gets all crabby at me. Tell him to be a goldfish. I'm going to. You should. I'm going to. I had to tell him that the other day. That's great. <laughs> it was either during it... the region tournament, or oh it was during... Gosh. One of the Our games. district championship, one of the two. Yeah. And he was getting upset about something that hadn't even happened yet. I said, maybe you should follow your own advice and be a damn goldfish. That's good. And he just stared at me. It's like, yes, I'm using your words. Thank yep. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And walk away. Yep. Mic drop. Yep. Pretty mm-hmm. much. Awesome. Well, thank you, Maddie, for doing this. Oh, yeah. Now we just got to get your no dad problem. on here. 
You have fun with that. Yeah, I will. You have a good summer. I will try. And we'll see you again in August. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Could do another podcast. Yeah, we can do another one. We can. Well, we should do another one like when your season starts up or like after your first practice or something. And you can give me like the rundown of your players, what you think right off the bat. Oh, I don't know if you want to see me in that state. No. <laughs> I usually have very, very big first impressions. First yeah. impressions are big for me. Oh, I, mm-hmm. yeah, first impressions are big for me. Um, so, I mean, I usually judge pretty quickly after that. <laughs> Maybe we'll wait a few practices. Maybe wait a few. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Thanks, Maddie. And of course. thank you to all of my fellow listeners for listening to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. And I'm your host, Haley Kobza. And today we had with us Maddie Kalberg, the NCC assistant softball, co- I almost said softball volleyball coach slash. That's what you're trying to get me to be. Right. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. Uh, you could yeah. be my assistant. Uh, the NCC assistant softball coach was with us today but anyways thanks again and we will see you next tuesday